This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hey guys, welcome to the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. We're launching this week uh, a little different launch schedule out of the ordinary, only because we have uh, two shorter episodes from Bear Camp in Wyoming. Um, And for people wondering... Yes, we're doing bear camp for 2023. It's going to be a week. And then we there's rumors ha- uh, floating around that we might be running also the same week another option for a Canadian bear camp. More details to come. Our Patreon members, shout out to that Patreon family for the extra support. They're going to get first dibs. They also get discounts in the store, first dibs on new product releases, um, early episode launches, the thoughts from a Steve uh, series so um, there's some perks there but thank you uh, patreon members for the extra effort of support for what we do it, it means a ton to us um, so soon we will have the full details out on bear camps 2023 um, two episodes this week if you're listening this would be the first episode of a two episode back-to-back deal from bear camp so if you're listening today on the day of launch there's going to be another episode tomorrow if for some reason you're on the second one go back a day so I'm using this like same similar intro for uh, both Bear Camp episodes because they're a little shorter. So I'll just kind of get through this. Um, shout out to um, all of our partners. But this episode, we're going to spotlight Elite Archery, Big Time, Huntworth, Scent Crusher, Old Barn Taxidermy, Loophold Optics, Trophy Line, Spy Point Trail Cams, Camel Fire, and Novix Tree Stands. Um, super thankful for all those partnerships. In our opinion, some of the best brands in the outdoor industry, and we're very proud to be working with them and proud that they are giving us an opportunity to do what we do and represent them for as wild as we are. This shows t- times are changing from 2014, 2015 when we started now to whatever year it is. Um, but anyway, huge shout out to them. Thank you for supporting our partners and supporting us alike. Thank you so much. Hopefully you enjoy these. And uh, thanks. I don't know. A lot of thank yous. Enjoy it. Thanks. I mean, thanks again. Hey, guys. Doug here with another Mobile Veteran shout out. 
This one's submitted by uh, Ryan Matthews, and the veteran is James Schmidt. Uh, he's in the United States Marine Corps. It says here, James served 14 years honorably with two tours to Iraq and two tours to Afghanistan. It says here he's been archery elk hunting in Norwood, Colorado, and archery whitetail in, ooh, I don't know that name, but in Illinois. So thank you for submitting that, Ryan and James. Thank you for your service. Cheers, boys. Chase Rolson with Rubline Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Munt from Bow Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. You're listening to the working class bow hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunch Bucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like working class bow hunter. It's really, really not that good. Working class boater podcast. We are in Wyoming at Gray's River River Outfitting. Trey Heiner, what's up, buddy? <laughs> Not a lot. Thanks for having us again. Always. Again, I feel like I might as well just move in down here at this point. Live in a tent. Now we got a place for you all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have Isaac, a.k.a. Red. What's your last name? Welton. Welton. And what's up, man? Not much. Just love being back, you know, back in Wyoming. Nothing much better than this place. Living the, the guide life. So what I want to talk about first is let's talk about Grays River Outfitting, and then I'll talk about the guide school you offer because Red just went through guide school last summer. Yep, last July. So we'll break down, like, what that is because anybody can really like we'll, we'll break down what it takes like if you want to come to guide school how to do it right you bet so um but gray's river outfitting if you want to do a booking for a hunt i mean maybe talk about what you offer um how to get in contact i know they can contact you through us it's we've been doing a lot of bookings that way but um just break down what you offer and what you do and then we'll get on with it you bet yeah so we got multiple camps throughout the west side of the state here and um, so we do deer, elk, lion, bear, moose, sheep, kind of do it all. Mm-hmm. Um, deer and elk, kind of our primary. Main, yeah, primary. Um, you got to draw tags on those. So mm-hmm. it's a process. You just need to get started now buying points and stuff. Yeah, because, I mean, it seems like, oh, I got to wait four years. But pretty soon four years will buy and You wish you would have done it. Wish you'd have done it, you know. Right. So. If someone has questions on, like, hey, how do I get points and all that, is that like something they can call you. Oh, absolutely. So we got things where we set people up. We'll even buy their points for them over the year. They can just give us a card and just we'll take care of that for them. And they don't have to worry about the deadline and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, exactly. And, then, and some of them websites, too, are kind of tricky, too. You never know. Oh, I mean, game and fish websites, in my opinion, are the worst. Oh, yeah. Well, every, state, every state's different. And right. They don't make confusing. any of it obvious. Yeah. They confusing. need to make one form for that covers every state. This is how you apply for points, and then you just have a point. You know what yeah. I mean? I started making a cheat sheet, like my own Word document that mm-hmm. had, like, all my login information and rough deadlines and costs and stuff, but it's hard to keep track of Yeah, the, the best way to do it is get with, like, an app service. Like, I go through Verosco, David Verosco, mm-hmm. and so I just give him a card, and I'll get 
a card number, you just get a credit card from Cabell's or somewhere you get reward points, reward back and stuff. Mm-hmm. You just put all, just give him that, and he just you don't even you don't even see it. It just he just puts it all on that card and stuff. And a lot of the states just refund the money back to the card, or whatever. If you don't draw, mm-hmm. and then you just got to pay off your, you know, your whatever you got to pay for points and sure, stuff. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And so he hits all the, every state. You just click, fill out a form, what species you want in each state, and he just does it for you. Does it all for you. you know, I started about six years ago, and now, I mean, I could. There's a now. There's a lot of options I can go do when I'm finally ready to go hunt for myself. Yeah, right, for right. sure. Yeah, because what... four years is like goes by fast. You wish you would have done it. Oh yeah, and I mean, you, and you can. A lot of them, he knows every unit, like pretty good units that you can hunt with with no points and stuff, you know, if you want to just. And then meanwhile, you hunt that one year, then you're building in other states. I mean, you you always have an option to go each year, you know. Right. How many roughly points do you need out to come kill like a mule deer out here? In Wyoming. So I got areas that you can draw with no points up by Jackson. You know, then I got like Region H takes roughly about four this year. Region G is up to like nine. So that. But there's also random tags in there, so you can draw with no point. I have guys every year draw with no points. No kidding. Just by too. chance, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, and it's kind of like a lottery thing. Yeah, and it's it does, seems like, yeah, you don't have a chance, but you have a lot higher odds than you think. Oh, yeah. Somebody, guess, somebody's got to draw, you know. You can't draw if you don't put in yeah. for it. Yeah, right. So let's talk about this guide school. You bet. Bit. So, so what's the whole setup? What's the start from step one? I yeah, guess. so I'll, I started just because there's – Wyoming's kind of it's this back country, it's a whole different deal than anything else. This is kind of the the last of the dying breed, as you'd say. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to have guys that are actually hunters that can talk talk to clients, not a bunch of goons, you know. <laughs> right. Good PR skills and and actually know how to handle horse, you know, good enough to not kill themselves, let alone a client. Yeah. You know, so for sure, it takes a lot to be able to fill our spots, you know, and yeah. is about getting about impossible to find the right guys and, and then plus on top of that guys you can actually trust you know you're taking them shows public land right showing them our hunt all our honey holes and stuff and having them not come back you know get a girlfriend also they can't guide when you're but they're still hunting where bringing you, their buddies out yeah, and stuff yeah, like that yeah. yeah so that was getting about impossible so i just like well, i'm gonna start i'm just gonna make my own guys a lot of guys you get in their they're so stuck in their ways or think they know a thing it's like it's just easier to start fresh and and create the guide that you want. You Mold know, your right? own guide, yeah. 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 yeah, that makes sense. Plus, right now, it's like nobody wants to work anyway. Yeah. So to get somebody that wants to come to the mountains and then work hard. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's guiding is not something you're going to get rich or nothing doing, but it's, I mean, it's a f- I, w- I would rather be happy and poor than oh, for sure. yeah. rich and just love, work Love all you're doing. Yeah, yeah exactly. For sure. So um, how long have you been doing the guide school then? Um, about three years mm-hmm. now. So off and on. I just last year I ran. How many was there? In the red, just four of us. Yeah, there was four to start off with. Yeah, and so I kind of changed it up. I've, I've hired guys from guide schools and stuff in the past, and it's like from other guide schools. Yeah, and it's just like they just get run through like a curriculum, like like they didn't really have the light, the actual hands-on skills. You know, it's like they, book smart type. Yeah, stuff. And, yeah. You know, or just babysat you know walk through they didn't get a chance to get thrown to the wolves and got them to do it on their own you know mm-hmm. yeah and so i was like you know what that that ain't working you know i, I basically got to retrain the, the guide the whole, all over again i'm like right yeah. start fresh with them yeah so red can probably contest i just kind of i taught them quickly the things they knew but i let them fail a lot you know i just threw them out there and i could see shit was going to go south 
No, I was like, I just watched it and let it roll. And I mean, that, that's <laughs> yeah. how you learn, though. That's how, yeah, because if I had stopped everything all the time, then they wouldn't know. They wouldn't pay attention here as much. So I did, I let them get in some wrecks. And yeah. It, you know, it was good entertainment for me, but <laughs> it, by fire it was, thing. you know, it was, it, I can't even explain how fast they come along by that. Yeah. But you learn, learn fast when you have to, mm-hmm. basically. So talk about like your experience getting here then. Like, how did you, how did you find Trey? Like, how did all that all play out? So in high school, and even before high school, I always wanted to be a guy. That was, like, the one thing. I loved hunting so much. And, you know, there was a time where I was like, you know, I don't know if it's really, I don't know, like, if there's much of an industry in it, like, if I can really find a job, like, that type of deal. And probably, like, two weeks before I graduated high school, I was like, you know, I got to do it. Yeah. Like, you're young. Yeah. Like, I can just pack all my stuff and drive out here. Right. And... I just was looking up guide schools in Wyoming and found Trey and talked to him for a while, and I was hooked right away. Yeah. Like, I had to talk to him once on the phone, and I was like, yeah, I got it. I got it. I was checking out the websites and everything. and So you just found him, on like, on Google then? Yeah, just right on Google. Huh. Just looked up, you know, guide schools. And, and you're, you're from Wisconsin. Yep. So why Wyoming? Why were just something different? Well, I always hunted in Wyoming. You know, I got family friends out in the Thermopolis area. So I've killed, you know, deer, antelope, mule deer, everything. And uh, I was like, I just love the place. Like, mm-hmm. like when I was really young, I cried leaving. Wyoming, oh, really? going to back home. And I'm like, I got to live out here one day. Yeah. So, so I that's just, where, like, the whole, like, you targeted Wyoming to find a guide school and then yeah. found Trey. And then so, like. You tell everybody at home, you're like, all right, I'm going to Wyoming, the guide school. Did anyone think you were crazy? Or Oh, people were like, well, all my friends were like, dude, like, that's, that's you. Like, yeah. Right. You have to do that. Right. And my family is really supportive of it. Like, my dad even drove all the way out here with me and met Trey. And then I was on my own. You know, okay. Just, yeah, that was it. So, so let's talk about, like, the first, like, couple weeks, I guess. Because i, I got to imagine it's, like, culture shock a little bit. Oh, it 100% was. Yeah. Like, the cool thing to like start off with was how welcoming Trey was. Like first, you know, few days I met him, he was like, "You boys are family. Like anything you need, like I I got you." Yeah, type deal. And that was that really was a big welcoming. But like the first day, he was like, "All right, boys, you know, let's go and run in some horses and sort them out, and I'll kind of teach you the ropes." And that's when I met Brandon also. Yeah, Brandon's so, awesome. <laughs> oh, I love Brandon. Love him to death. And, uh, you know, the other guys, you know, who were in the guide school had a, a little bit of experience, I should say. And, you know, I was from Wisconsin. Only thing I knew was cheese and dairy cows. And <laughs> that was it. Like, yeah. I've been on a horse once in my life. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have to do nothing. And first day, I just remember seeing, like, I don't know, 50 head or whatever it was just come right in. And I was like, just shocked. I was just like shaking. Yeah. I was like, kind of like behind Trey or one of the other guys. Like, oh my gosh! Like, <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it's 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 intimidating. It's oh, intimidating it, seeing a I don't know what they are eight hundred pound animal no, trying 1,400 to fourteen hundred pounds trying it's, to sort them out. They're horrifying. Yeah. Right? <laughs> if you ask me, that's <laughs> when you got fifty, sixty running in at once. Yeah, that's scary. Because I mean, like your guide school, you probably get mostly people that are already out here, don't you? Like, are they mostly from the West? No. Pretty much, well, there's a couple kids from Colorado. One was, well, yeah, one was from I South mean, they Dakota. might be from the West-ish, but 
not this kind of not this, not this kind of west. this is yeah this is back this is kind of the real deal out here you know right mm-hmm. and that's one thing i will say about wyoming like there's other states like idaho and montana that have some really cool big back country and wild and deep but they don't have it's kind of gameless you know as yeah. far as deer and elk and density stuff. of yeah, animals, and animals like yeah so wyoming's kind of really the last place to have that big that deep month. country in with game quality too yeah right? for sure so you're like culture shock you got all these horses around i mean any part where you're like shit man i don't know if i want to do this or are you just riding in that ride out the because the, the beginning's got to be way harder than you know after you're in it for a month or whatever you know yeah like there i mean i would say there's a point where i just wanted to like give up and leave ever because like there was not a point no because i was like i want this like i want it bad yeah and i was just really struggling with like remembering you know the order of you know setting up the horse and the saddle and everything and knots. different not oh my gosh <laughs> the knots are confusing oh yeah he gave me a good good hard time about the good old bowline knot so i learned that one pretty quick after that yeah but yeah it was just a big culture shock to say the least yeah so what what are the things I mean obviously you have to learn horses and what like what's next you know once you're in guide school like what what's all the curriculum that you run your guys through Trey or is there a curriculum or are you just kind of I mean curriculum it kind of starts off with curriculum but it's constantly just watch it gets detoured all the time because like all right you're you're dicking up here we got yeah so we got to fix this fix that so it's hard to get through it all um, but mainly we on teaching the horse just so because that's that's a huge part out west. You got to have horses to be able to get around this country. And yeah, you and I not, talked about that last night. Glass, I'm like, dude, if you didn't have horses, this would suck. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. Yeah, I mean, it'd be cool one time, <laughs> yeah. and then you'd be like, maybe. Yeah, this <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah, it'd be cool the first 25 minutes, and yeah. you're like, yeah, I wish I had a horse. And this big country, big steep country. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so yeah, you can get hurt in it bad if if you don't don't know what you're doing with the mm-hmm. horses. So that was kind of the main thing is just get that pounded into them on so they're confident they can go. You know. Yeah. You know, mainly then I'd start teaching them, you know, like every species, different deer and elk, different habits, different terrain where they live and stuff. You know, we spend a lot of time on kind of the mule deer, um, mm-hmm. you know, just how to judge them, where to look, where their bedding areas, where they go, where they get pressured mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and how to navigate terrain. Like, you look at this country like, oh, there's no way you can get through that, but, I mean, I can get anywhere on the horses for the most part. Yeah. And just getting these guys to put down their GPSs on their phone. Not the youth now, that's all they do is track waypoints and their trails and their stupid G- phone and GPS. Yeah. And it's like they forget to look at the country and read. And right, yeah, you have an idea of actually where you're at off of a screen. Yeah, exactly, and just how the deer will navigate it and stuff. You're constantly looking at GPS. You, don't, you just don't learn how yeah. to navigate country. You're not all. paying attention like you should, I guess. I can see that. Yeah. Did you find that hard, like remembering, like, because I know there's probably a lot of spots now having about a year of experience where you can get through and get back by memory from just being familiar with the area. But I'm sure that even there's probably sp- spots that you can't do that still because the country's so big. But um, I guess that's a question. Do you feel like you could, if anyone just blindfolded you out somewhere, you could get your way out? Like, would you know, like, oh, I'll go up on top. Oh, I know exactly where I am. Oh, 100% in this country, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. It's cool to think about. It is. Yeah, because I, I mean, us, somebody even posts a picture of a deer that shows even a half a mountainside. I know right where it's at. No kidding. In this country, yeah. See, that's <laughs> that's being familiar. I mean, you'll get there too, you know. But did you have a problem with that, like navigation? Yeah, I did. I I struggled with it because it was like 
you know, just finding all the trailheads and remember all the canyons and the names. And I would always, you know, flip flop them all. And Trey's like, what are you talking about, Red? Like, <laughs> what's going on? And I'm like, my bad. So then yeah. I'd have to look at my phone. Yeah, I did. I still do. Just to, you know, yeah. re- reference, but. I'm getting. I feel like I'm getting a lot more confident in the area, and I will a lot. You I mean, know, you're getting season. you're getting dropped in a whole different country, pretty much. You know what I mean? Being from Wisconsin, oh yeah, <laughs> it's another planet, pretty right. much. Yeah. That's cool, man. So, what about like you know horses hunting? Obviously, is there anything else like medical stuff they have to learn, or anything else like? Yeah, we we just did, basically we just did our first aid CPR stuff, mm-hmm. just to kind of get through with that. You know, common sense, what you're doing. If you have a wreck, you know, protocols. Right. I like everybody to have an inreach so you can get out. Yeah. You know, just common sense stuff, you know. Yeah. I mean, we didn't necessarily go and train them to be a doctor and EMT by no means. Right. <laughs> we don't have enough time to do that in a month. Stuff but, to get you through when something yeah, goes sideways. The main thing, I just wanted to get them competent where they could take a hunter out and actually go get stuff killed. And, mm-hmm. Right. Know the nature of the beast that they're hunting. For sure. So Whoops. you do man- mainly do that, like, out of this camp here? Yeah, here and Little Grace. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So what so. was what was your first experience like with your first client? Oh my my first cl- oh man. So I remember <laughs> I uh Trey was like, Yeah, you get a bow hunter this week and everyone's like already you know, out getting ready for elk hunting and I'm like in my head I'm like, Gosh, that'd be so fun to go you know, chase some elk running around but mm-hmm. I love my rock donkeys. I love them. So I wasn't really opposed to it at all and I was yeah, that's I was a meal there. So, I, saying, yeah. I was like mule deer elk. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Sorry, I but, like it. But um, yeah, like the first week was it was hard. Like my clients, they just wanted to go and be up on top of this like really rolly hill type deal. Is you know they were a little bit older and mm. it was hard, really hard to get them on some steep stuff. So I knew I had to figure out and a good area where they can actually you know walk around and Have not an fall enjoyable experience. Down. Yeah, and. I mean, I was the first week, probably second day, I actually got bucked straight off my horse, right in front of him, going up this steep draw. <laughs> and they're like, who the hell is this kid? Yeah. And then, <laughs> oh, yeah, that was that was a good kick in the butt, for sure. Yeah, like, a, like a humbling experience or oh, whatever? Oh, 100% was. Yeah. It was a rental horse. It wasn't one of mine. Yeah. <laughs> rental horse, rental horse. For the record. So one of them hurts rental horses. So, yeah, so we, we have to rent, you know, we I own about. 50, 60 head of horses, and we still rent about another 50 head. No, no kidding. kidding. Yeah. Is it just to cycle them so they don't get wore out? Or Yeah, you got to alternate horse every day. This country's so big. If you, yeah. If you run pound them every day, they just give out on you. By the end of the season, they'll look like a skeleton, you know? Yeah, yeah, because that's a workout for them horses. Oh, I big mean, time. I mean, it probably keeps them strong, though, you know, because you get. Oh, they're in yeah. shape. Yeah. That's yeah. just crazy that there's people out there that rent out horses. Oh, yeah. Yellowstone horse, they have like 2,800 head. No, no kidding. kidding. You just go pick so, which one you want. And so now, yeah, well, so now I kind of get my regulars back. Every once in a while, they depending what type, the first hunts, sometimes they're not back from, like, their summer rentals yet. So he'll give us, every once in a while, we'll get a doozy in there. <laughs> and so we can't, obviously, we can't put a client on it. So it's like, here you go, Red. Cowboy yeah. up, bud. Oh, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun. You're in Wyoming now. Yeah, you can't put a and client then, on a horse you don't know. Yeah, you can't do that. You got to give them the most docile, yeah, comfortable, yeah, and cruise control. And if we have one of them, we just take it back, you know, and he gives another one. But yeah, yeah. Every every year, you'll get one or two of them shitters that need to be in a bear bait barrel. <laughs> shitters. <laughs> That's awesome. So, I mean, you were the you were the guy. You were Mike's guide on his big 
chocolate bear this last week. Yeah, yeah, I was on that hunt, and that hunt was just, it was incredible. Yeah. It really was. It was a lot different than, you know, the past few weeks, and just seeing that bear come right out of the snow, it was just, it was really breathtaking, really. Mm -hmm. And it was just a really cool experience to, you know, share it with him with his first one. And that's the cool thing about guiding is you get, you know, you're taking people on their dream hunt, and being, like, a part of it is just it's a huge deal. Yeah. Well, Not I'm, only for me, but for them also. And if, sure. if you're there when they kill it too, that's got to be like you almost killing the animal, you know, because you're doing your job. Yeah. They're happier in hell. Yeah. I mean, it's got to. You're physically there for right. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like my, when my first client, you know, killed his deer, it was just, it was awesome. Like I was shaking looking through that spotting scope so bad, just like I was about to pull the trigger. Right? Yeah. Like I was shaking. I couldn't even talk. It was just, it was <laughs> crazy like it was a cool experience that was awesome man so you just dived right in how many so i'm sure you were on what'd you call them rock donkeys yeah rock donkeys elk i mean now bear um because you did you got you you weren't here yet for last bear season if i remember right nope. Nope. so i mean man you you're getting some experience fast with a variety of species i'm sure so how long is the guide school it's about a month is it yeah and then if someone passes i mean can you fail it I mean, yeah, by not getting hired on. Like, if you're worthless, I'm not going to refer you to nobody. I'm not going to keep you on. You know, yeah. it's like, I taught you what I I know. Good luck. You know, go do your thing. But if you fail, it's just because you're, you're lazy or something's not clicking. It's mainly just laziness. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, everything out here just requires effort. Yeah, exactly. Anybody can do anything. It's just if you want to do just it. Just don't be a – just man up. Don't be a pansy and – don't be lazy. <laughs> That's hard to do out here, man. I feel right. like a pansy twenty four seven in Wyoming. So. I just feel like a lesser. I feel like a man bitch right. most times. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I mean, a horse, a big horse will make you feel like a man bitch. Because oh, things yeah. are running around, and I'm like, oh god, I just got to. Well, and they can through. sense it. Them horses can sense it. They for sure can. And they feed off it. You know, that's yeah. like red. I I don't know how many times. I mean, I try to be good, but they get butt humans. Like when they're constantly messing up, I. Yeah, you I, line, have I line them out. You know, mm-hmm. you can't. I can't just be like, oh, it's okay. You know, they got to baby them. Yeah, they got to man up. And well, you you can't them. have one of your guys get hurt because they're like hesitant of something. Yeah, exactly. Sure yeah. Well, and they mess your horses up when they start not doing what they're supposed to. The horses eating all the time, or mm-hmm. if you're flinchy around the horse, pretty soon the horse is getting spooky because he spooky. knows he's getting a reaction out of you, and it's just. You're, I mean, them horses are expensive, and to watch somebody sit there and trash them years. Yeah. Like it, when I'm we come out and ride them. <laughs> <laughs> Every horse we ride, Trey's got to retrain it. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys, them horses are, have so many miles on them are fine. But the one, guides are riding, you know, the up-and-coming. The stuff. fresher ones, yeah. yeah. The up-and-coming ones, yeah. That's cool, man. Man, I don't know. I don't think I could get through guide school, to be honest. Not I always me. said I want I just want to do it to experience it if I ever I'm get be the honest, chance to come out. Not for me. So I already know it. I'd like to do it just to try it, but... Yeah. So these guys, I mean, I would be with them a lot. We did a lot of scouting. I mean, that's the best way to learn how to hunt is just scout and watch the animals, you know. So I'd, we'd, we'd pretty much every day of the week we'd on the mountain, mm-hmm. just camping on the mountain or whatever, just scouting, trying to find deer. And, yeah. And there's times I'd just send them out with a partner on their own and let them figure, figure it out. out. Yeah. Oh, the stories that come in, just like place I'd see where they ended up camping. You're just like, what the? <laughs> Why <laughs> there? Yeah, but. They and, think, and they're they still figured, here, right? Yeah, they figured out. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. I would say Red's probably my favorite one that's come through. You know, he just got heart. That's the main thing. Heart never gives up. Good attitude. So, and that's why he's here, yeah. right? Yeah, killing it. 
Yeah, trying to. So far. Know. Yeah. <laughs> <Kidding. laughs> no, man, it's it's cool to see. I mean, I met you last fall briefly, and mm-hmm. so glad you're diving right into it, man. It's pretty cool to see someone that's like 19 out of high school from the Midwest right. dive into something like this because it's the shit you go like you always hear guys talk about. They wish they would have done. It takes balls when they were 19, you know. So I mean, you'll definitely never regret it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it'll make you a man up in a hurry. Yeah, so. it did. It did fast. Like, yeah. The second I got here, I was like, time to put the big boy pants on. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, no more screwing around, being dumb. So I mean, because yeah. I mean, you got a lot of weight. I mean, some of our clients, you know, I have six, seven governor tags this year. I mean, there's some serious clients that come through our operation here. And yeah. I can't, I can't just stick them with. You can't half ass them. Yeah. Them like, home. I mean, I put, I ain't putting my reputation on the line with some ding dong, you know. Yeah. Right? No, that makes sense, so, man. It's. High so stakes. I, I expect a lot from them, and they know it. I mean, it's a lot of responsibility. You got the yeah. responsibility of horses, a client trying to get an animal killed. I mean, it's a lot going on. Yeah, and we go over, you know, picture taking and all that, and just quit with the social media stuff so much. I mean, prove yourself. Don't try to make yourself on social media. You no, know, actually, yeah. Don't worry about what other people think. And get a not. real resume. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, real experience, real resume. Yeah, I get that for sure. Yeah, it's pretty dang cool, man. Yeah, it's cool seeing, like, you know, when I come home, people are like, dude, like, your parents just, you know, reached out and was like, yeah, you know, like, Isaac's doing good. Because a lot of friends and family always ask because, I mean, I don't got service at all up here. So, right. Yeah, disconnected. Yeah, and it's just off the grid type deal. And they just love hearing the, some of the stories. Like, I could tell stories for days just yeah, about everything yeah i got some funny ones <laughs> we've heard some yeah. of them <laughs> oh, yeah. it's, it is non-stop fun we're constantly goofing off pranking mm-hmm. each other it's it's more than just hunting you know oh yeah, yeah. yeah. it's a family up here i mean it like, really is it's like it's we, a camp feel up here we give oh, yeah. each other crap so much like if you go to the house like man these guys hate each other but it's all just fun no, it's because we love each other so much well, yeah, exactly. plus it's like yes like we said in the other podcast you can't be on your phone scrolling so you're like you have to interact with everyone in camp, and yeah. actually, it's almost like how it should be all the time. But things are just different. Yeah. Well, I know, and we met Isaac this year, you know, and we're already giving each other shit like we've known each other for years. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah we're at day three in, I think, by the right. time we're recording this. So it's I don't know, just what it is when you're hanging out in camp. And, you know, hunters automatically get along better than anybody else. I think, right? Just like mm-hmm. the culture of it. Mm-hmm. But so hey, say someone's listening that's in high school. We're in college, and they're like, college sucks. And they're like, man, I want to do guide school. What advice would you give them? Like, if you're going to do it and call Trey for this next year. Well, like, that would be the first thing you do is call Trey. Well, if they're thinking about it, <laughs> what's some things they need to consider, like, in their head, like, mental mental toughness or, like, shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'd say, like, get your big boy pants and hold on because it's, it's an experience that you're never going to forget and you won't regret. Yeah. Like, if you want to do it, do it because – I don't regret it for the world. I don't. Okay, let me ask you this. When you came out, did you have a girlfriend? I did, you know, starting last year. And I don't want to open up any sore wounds here. No, just, no, you're good. It's you're just good. reality, you know? No, you're good. Is that a tear? <laughs> I miss you. He shot Sid- her out. That's Sydney. In reach me. Here's good. my number. Yeah, Sydney. Good thing I don't have an in reach. Yeah, no kidding. So you did when you left. Yeah, I did. And then, um, you know, things just didn't work out, obviously, just because you couldn't get a hold of you. Yeah, pretty much. That's what it was. And like this time around, it's just been. I just love it. Yeah. You know, it just makes the experience 10 times better just 
you, you and family. Well, you don't have the baggage of worrying about dumb shit at home. That's no, exactly. Yeah, I hear you. I just had to ask it because that's that's what keeps a lot of guys from doing stuff they want to do is because they're like, oh, I have this girlfriend and they think they're, they're in love. Yeah, and she sucks probably in reality. <laughs> you know, in harsh reality. I mean, fuck. <laughs> we all know what I'm talking about, man. We all dated hey, girls. we've all been there. We've all been in high school. Yeah, we've all dated girls that were like, ooh, good thing that didn't go any further than it did. Right. You know? But every, I, I'm a firm believer that everything does happen for a reason. Oh, yeah, so, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, that's something to consider. Like, you got a dumb, dumb broad at home. You can't get rid of her, and you're in high school. Good thing. Come sign up for I'm not, I'm not calling your ex-girlfriend dumb by you. She might be a great girl, but I'm kind of being sarcastic. Just but. get off the grid for a couple months, yeah, and then they yeah. won't talk to you anymore. <laughs> exactly. Just go come to the Wyoming backcountry. Yeah, poof. No, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I just that's something to consider, probably for a lot of guys. You know. Yeah. yeah. And I, you look at these kids going into college. They they don't know what they're doing. They just go to college because that's what society tells them to do. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. They get in there to rack up a bunch of debt in college and. Yeah. They get a job and come out. Half of them can't even get a job or don't even get a job in the career that they went, the field they went to college for. Yeah, for sure. And then, then they end up with a job that still only paying forty, fifty thousand a year. And they got not that, that's grand. a bad thing, but like they got all that debt and it's like they got hundred grand in college. They're spending thirty thousand dollars in college, you know, and they could come here for ten thousand yeah. dollars and thirty grand in college is cheap. Yeah, yeah anymore. Trey, you told the story brief when I was down for my lion, which we still haven't done that lion podcast. We'll have to do a call-in with Devin. I was hoping Devin was going to be in camp. We do it here. But anyway, um, you told us a story about when you were in high school. It was like, well, what do you want to do for a living type thing? Oh, I walked out of yeah. basically quit Can you school. tell that story? Yeah. If you don't want to, you don't yeah, have can, to. Yeah, so I was just in class, and I had this teacher, Mr. Linford. He's, I love the guy, but I was like, this is yeah, kind of bad attitude. Like, I hated school. I was like, yeah. I already knew what I was going to do. Like. Mm-hmm. And he's he's like, well, what are you gonna do when you grow up? Because I was like, cause like, this is pointless. Why do we have to do this? It's what grade was this? My senior year. Oh, really? And I'm like, well, I'm gonna be an outfitter. And he's like, then why are you here? You don't need school to be an outfitter. And I was just like, lights come on. I'm like, he's right. So <laughs> I quit. I never come back. The next day, you just didn't come yeah, back. I just quit. <laughs> you just, oh. Did you walk out at that moment? Yeah, I mean, I come back like. You know, a little bit of school, but I just, just kind—I of, just kind of was done with school. Wow. Yeah. Pretty soon, I was like, "Yeah, I'm not going to pass." So I just kind of—I went out and I just started guiding. And, I love that. I know. Just, and I, I love those. when I was in high school, I mean, it, senior, I didn't, I didn't look like I hit puberty. I was like 115 pounds. <laughs> yeah. You know, I started went over and I, cause I had met the outfitter and we become really good friends all of a sudden. And I scouted for him and stuff, and he had me right out of high school running this camp the first mm-hmm. year, and and um. He wouldn't even show up half the time, and the hunters come in like, "Where's your boss?" You know, I'm like, "I mean, they're like, what the heck? This kid looks like he's 12." Yeah, <laughs> I got pictures, and it's like, it's it's bad. So you didn't go through a guide school or anything? No, you I didn't. Just jump right and into I it. I just jumped right into it. When I showed up, to start. You know, I do all the scouting. I I knew horse stuff a little bit. I didn't know how to pack or nothing, but I knew how to train to ride horses and stuff mm. like that. But you know, the mountains is a whole different deal than you know just regular riding horses. Yeah, and I I was supposed to pack camping with him. You know, and I showed up to the trail out of the horses, and he had about 15, 20 head there, saddled, ready to go. And, and um, well, there's, I guess there's probably about 10 head. Mm-hmm. And um, he just starts, I'm like, looking, I'm like, where's his horse? And then he taught me how to just lash it on quick. And he says, and I knew where camp was. He's like, okay, good luck. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> I, I had 10 head just heading, packing in camp, in and out. And yeah. I had so many wrecks. I had shit strung up from. 
all up and down that canyon <laughs> with Rex packing, you know, learning. You know, I learned by fire, you know. Yeah. Well, I so, guess that's a way to learn. It's stressful, but. Yeah. You, you know, taught the, yourself everything pretty yeah, much. Yeah, pretty much. That's awesome. For the most part, yeah. Dang. And so I, I know what doesn't work. I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> that's crazy. Man, I have to, we have to just seem like the biggest, just, uh, what's the word? I don't want pansies. That's what I'll go with. I was looking for a different P word instead of going real hard. Well, I mean, I'm sure Trey gets a laugh out of us every time we come out. Well, but yeah, I mean, but I guess also too, like you're used to clients that have no idea. Oh, yeah. Horse, you guys so. are, I would say better than a lot of them, you know. Well, that's, that's good to hear. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. But I'm also, I feel I, like an idiot. I've been here a bunch. I probably should be better than I am. I no, think, you, do, but. you guys do fine. Like, all you need, for you guys, you don't need to know all that stuff. You just need to, have confidence and stay on your horse and yeah what we and, uh, and be mental mentally tough that's if anybody wants to look for a hunt just become out mentally tough and you'll you'll enjoy your hunt and, right. and yeah. not worry about the kill all the time everybody's so worried they spend all this money on the hunt they they just think they got to kill they forget it's actually a hunt you know they yeah. they think it's almost a can hunt because they're paying for a hunt you know yeah definitely not and they're so worried about killing all the time they freaking soak it all in what they just experienced you know mm, yeah that's good advice and so just don't pass the moment Taking enjoy, the whole experience it. of the hunt, right. yeah, and you'll yeah. you'll love it. We crossed uh, our first river on horses yesterday, and and going into it, I'm like, Kerr, have you ever crossed a river?" He goes, "Nope." I'm like, "All right, cool." We're literally you and Brandon are in front of us, and and we're buddies now, so you mess with us, like so a client, you're not going to get this treatment, but yeah. it's they just take off across the river, yeah. and we're kind of just sitting on the other side, like, well, yeah, we're I don't walking, know what to do with my hands. I'm in front of Eric and. That's yeah. You're like, hey, ever cross the river on a horse? I'm like, no. Have you? No. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get up to it, and Trey turns around. And he goes, watch the river and watch for the rocks. So I'm like, in my head, I'm like, oh shit! Like steer the horse to the big rocks. So it like, because I didn't, well, I don't and, know. And at the same time, he's like, watch for rocks. But he, I'm like, once we got across, I'm like, well, he didn't say what to do if we come up on a rock. Yeah, very vague direction. <laughs> so right when we get into the water, I'm looking. I mean, it's a fast rushing river. Yeah. And I'm looking down at the water, and I'm like, almost, it's like motion Because you're crossing the river, but the river's going, how do you, how would Past you left to right? It's going, yeah, yeah, going left to right, and you're Fast. going, yeah. And so you're like, look, I'm looking down at the rocks and the river, and I'm like, oh, shit. And the horse is like splashing through, and I'm like, quickly realize, don't watch the river. Right. Because I'm like, about ready to fall off the saddle from having like motion sick. You're almost like hallucinating. Yeah, I'm watching it, and all of a sudden I look up at Trey and Brandon, and Trey's video and laughing his ass off. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, we're not supposed to watch the water. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. you don't want to watch the water. Look, pick a spot on the bank and aim for it. Yeah. If you watch the water, you get dizzy and fall off. Is, you, you can fall off. And then I was, I was hoping, I had my video camera, I was hoping that these, you guys would fall off. And I, at one point I seen a rock, I'm like, well, there's a rock, but I don't know what to do, so. <laughs> nice. There's, there's a rock in the there's river. Rock, I found one. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I was, in my head when you said that, I'm like, what does he mean? It's like, What's the horse going to trip over a rock? <laughs> you know, I'm not good enough to steer him around the ho- around the rock yeah. in, a, in a river. Yeah, we made it. We made it through though, but it was, it was an experience. It's just like shit you don't get to do anywhere else. You know, yeah. you don't get to do that in Illinois. No, I mean you could. You maybe. see guys riding horses down the gravel road, and that's about it. What's Kelby calling pasture gnomes? Pasture gnomes. Midwestern yeah. horses. Pasture <laughs> yeah. gnomes. They just stand out there and they're just like staring off into the wherever they're staring. Yeah, staring <laughs> off in the best. Yeah, fat <laughs> horses. Yep. That's probably does that make you sick when you see those horses just kind of standing around, just like I don't know. I guess it doesn't cross the mind. It's just worry about myself, but yeah, I, it's you can't just bring them horses out and put them to work like well, we they probably die out here. Yeah, they get ang- I've seen them just get anxiety. They just 
Freaking out. horses can't. Yeah, it's kind of like people that come out. And, well, you get all, uh, all us fat Midwesterners and make us walk up a mountain. That's going to suck. I mean, they got to <laughs> yeah. get in shape, I'm sure. They don't, learn, they don't know where to put their feet and stuff. They're tripping and stumbling. It's yeah. it's a whole different breed of deal out here. Because I'd say 90% of the people I know that have horses don't ride them in right. the Midwest. They just have them to just. Or they'll ride, oh, them. They'll ride them and somebody will, kid will get bucked off and then, then they put them up. It's like. Yeah, or they just pay to have them at the boarding. Yeah. Deal, or they'll ride them like once every three months or something. That's about it. Yeah. Well, Tank's dad owns a horse boarding business. Oh, really? And he said that, that so there's some clients that don't ever even see them. They just pay to yeah. feed them and keep them there. That's insane. Yeah, it's expensive. But, yeah, not for me. No. Not for me. Just have a buddy with some horses. That's right. It's like a boat. That's right. <laughs> don't it's have like a boat. boat. Just have a buddy with a boat. That's right. That's the way it works. Well, anything else we should plug in about guide school or anything? Or we kind of just... Briefly went over it. I'm sure there's a ton of stories we could dive into, but we can save that for some. I mean, if anyone wants to sign up for it, they just call you, get a hold of you. Yeah, they can call me. I kind of, I kind of vent, vet through the applications and stuff, just because it's. I don't want to turn my program into just running people through and just right getting the money. Like, because you probably I run, I run mine through, hope and hope that I can employ and that they're going to work out for my deal. Intend to hire, and so yeah, an internship. Yeah, it it really is basically just an internship. And so, I like it. So I vet through it, you know. Integrity means more than anything in it, you mm-hmm. know. For sure, work ethic. So, well, cool, man. Well, I appreciate you guys doing this. Yeah, thanks for having me. First podcast yeah. ever. Yes, sir. Awesome, man. Well, cool. You're gonna be uh, you're gonna be TikTok famous now. <laughs> so all the girls from high school are gonna wish they could contact you, but they can't. <laughs> it's all right. Keep it that way. <laughs> it's all right. That's where you number one loss of guides is from women. So damn. Yeah, tr- tr- that's why I don't have an in reach. You yeah. don't get an end reach. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Red. <laughs> yeah, I need you. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. You know what to do. Go shoot your bow or your rifle. <laughs> Later. <laughs>